I told you, you cannot promote your books, Brooke. You, you Anybody, is, does he realize he's on screen? Does, does he know who you are? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't believe this. All right, let's just Tom, put that up. This Tom, is, Tom, tell people to read these books. Oh, my God. He's now broken every rule in the book. And here's what he has. The Okay, put the books down. This is the Network Marketing Leader Show, my Leadership Show. My name's Tom Chenault. They've changed the name from the Tom Chenault Show. It might as well be the Richard, Richard Brooks Show. And this is my son, Adrian. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. And I didn't want to ruin your day until I got on the air, but I got a note from him saying, would you mind not mentioning contact mapping so much during the show? So I said, fine. So then he sends me all these books. You guys can't believe these things came in. These have been coming in the mail daily with the unmitigated gall of wanting to talk about these 500 books I've already got here. And he also wanted to, there's the woman's book that he made his poor wife write. And here comes the book by Haley. And now Fluffy the Dog. Fluffy the Dog. Yeah, that's coming next. But beautiful, Richard. We love that about you, that you're a shameless promoter. And we do have the great Richard Brooke with us today. So Richard, what's going on, man? <laughs> well, I'm honored to be on your show and I love the new format and I love your guests and I love you and Adrian and I love contact mapping, contact mapping. <laughs> so everybody needs to know Richard got himself a green screen and he actually, <laughs> so that's what we know now. So Richard, <laughs> where the industry is going through an unbelievable change. And out of the gate, I want you to talk about your history in it because we've got a long segment here before we get to the survivalist commercials. And I want you to talk, this book is actually unbelievable and he's gonna give it to you for free. He didn't write it for you. He wrote it for company owners and he wrote it for really, really old people in network marketing that understand all the things going on. But I am telling you, you need to read it because it's going to show you. So, what's that? The discount coupon. So anyway, yeah. So it's pretty exciting that uh, that he wrote this book pretty much and launched it pretty much on this show. What's it all about, Richard? Well, I am launching it on this show because uh, you're the. Well, Al Bala has a copy, and maybe a couple of other people, but um, I can assure you, you are the first sales leader. Mm -hmm. Any company in the world, Tom, that has a copy of that, it's not really a book, it's a manifesto, and I wrote it for company owners and the C-suite, which is like the chief operations officer, the chief sales officer, the chief marketing officer, those people that, you know, unfortunately, the challenge in our profession is, if I was in a CEO roundtable 20 years ago, and there's, you know, 20 or 30 people in there, 95% of the people in the room would have built the company they were running. They would be network marketers. Yeah. They would have recruited and trained their way to having a successful company. And today, one of the big changes in the profession that's happened over the last 20 years is if I'm in a CEO roundtable, which I'm not anymore, but if I was, 95% um, of the people in the room are employees. Their executives, even the ownership, are not network marketers. They're not people that have built a team of 20, 30, 40, 50, 100,000, or 
like in your case, 6.7 million people on your team. <laughs> they haven't done it. And it's not that they're bad people. It's they, you know, they spend a little too much time in DSA meetings and not enough time uh, actually doing the business. And of course, they spend time talking to leaders, but I don't think they believe the leaders. Right. Or maybe they don't want to believe them. But I wrote the book for them. Uh, and it's just a bunch of opinions about our profession, changes we need to make, uh, changes we don't need to make. I think one of the things that's going on right now is there's a lot of knee-jerk paranoia about, oh my gosh, you know, if we talk about recruiting, the Federal Trade Commission's gonna shut us down. If we talk about money, the Federal Trade Commission's gonna shut us down. If we recruit a lot of people, if we have a promotion, if, you know, if we try to like build our company fast or big, the FTC is going to shut us down and we all need to like huddle in a corner and just gather more customers or we're going to be out of business or our company is going to go retail and abandon network marketing. And I think that's all just a bunch of paranoia. But just because we're paranoid doesn't mean the FTC is not out to get us <laughs> because they are. Because, you know, so many of us, Tom, even friends of yours and friends of mine and people held in high esteem in this profession, when it gets right down to it, and it's all about money and fame, when it gets right down to it, people tend to gravitate towards hype and desperation and, and basically lying about what it takes to build a, a successful network marketing business, lying about their product, lying about their comp plan. And you know, that's a harsh word, but that's what it is. And for 70 years, what we've been known as professionally is a, is a bunch of hypesters. And you know, there's some, there's some organizations in the world Federal Trade Commission, consumer advocate groups, the media that are pushing back. And some of them are pushing back hard. And I think it's a really profound and important wake up call. And we need to clean up our act from the top down and the bottom up. And that doesn't mean cower into all we're going to do is gather more customers because we're in the profession of network marketing and what defines network marketing, how we get customers is by recruiting. We recruit recruiters. That's a harsh phrase. Boy, you, you land that phrase in the FTC. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to scoop that one up and plaster you against the wall with it. But that's what we do. You know, the, the way we get a million customers is go recruit a hundred thousand people. You want 10 million customers? Go recruit 10 million people, or maybe a million people. <laughs> and, you know, Amway is the best example of that. They're still the biggest network marketing company on the planet. They've been number one for every year of the 43 years that I've been doing this full time. I think 50 years they've been number one. And why are they number one? Because for 50 years, they got great products. People love their products. They buy their products month in and month out. That's what creates the asset or, re or residual income. But if you go talk to an Amway distributor about Amway, they're not gonna talk to you about 
you know, neutralite. They're going to talk to you about what do you want your life to look like? And how can we work together to make your life better? They're going to enroll you in the opportunity. That's who Amway is. And that's why they're number one. And so, you know, any network marketing company from the top down or the bottom up that shies away from being network marketing and decides, you know, what our strategy is, is we're just going to get customers, 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 and we're not going to talk about the income opportunity and we're not going to recruit people and we're not going to recruit recruiters, which is basically if I'm a recruiter, what I'm looking to do is recruit somebody like me who will recruit, right? That's how we get exponential growth. And if we shy away from that, we're, we're, we're giving up the ship and our ship is too precious and it's too proud. If we need to, every company in this profession should band together, throw a half a million dollars in a kitty and sue the Federal Trade Commission, not to make them wrong, but to establish in court our right to talk about an income opportunity to generate sales by generating a sales force, our right to our business model. And the only way we're gonna actually get that right is by cleaning up our act. Does he think this is a Facebook Live? <laughs> we're supposed to be like talking back and forth. This is hilarious. Okay, you've got a good point there. That's a good diatribe. All of you that are driving in your cars that just fell asleep out of hearing his voice the entire time, jolt back to self. So here we are. So Richard, we agree. How, what do you think of that? Pretty interesting? I, I think it's... I tuned out like five minutes ago. I'm checking my Twitter feed. Tell me oh, about God. contact mapping. We're, no, we're, we're with you. So we love you. So Richard, we're going to have to take a break here in a second. What? But I want to hear you talk about embracing the network marketing model. I want to hear you talk about gravity and network marketing as defined by you, because I think it's a couple of the most profound things I've ever heard. You have given me my favorite song that I sing every day of my life. The world knows it. I want you to explain that to the people. And I know you're wondering the song, but you gave it to me. And I, if everybody knows the song, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, I have converted a song that I put the words from Richard Brooke into that, those lyrics, and it's 416, 64, 256, 1024, 4096. You learn that, 416, 64, 256, 1024, That's it. If you learn that, everybody, your life is going to be vastly different. And that came from Richard Brooke. I just put the song to the words. But at the end of the day, this guy knows him, his stuff. And uh, he loves to hear himself tell his stuff, which is what I love about him. But we do have to take a break here on the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson. We'll be back right after this. Thanks, Ted. And we're back. Hello, we're Richard. Back. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So this is the commercial on the show. And uh, it's so fun because now I can look at Facebook a little bit. Uh, we can actually interact here and it'll be a riot. It's pretty good. How do you like Brooke? I love Brooke. Isn't he awesome? I, Handsome man. I, what I love about you is I think you have always been a little salty, but I think you're only getting saltier. And I like that. I, I never want to miss a Richard Brooke Facebook live. Yeah. You know, the, the awesome thing about... Um, 
getting older is you after the older you get you just don't care what other people think <laughs> oh yeah and, no question uh, and when I when I say something so egregious, especially to young women, I just drool a little. So it goes down. They look at me and go, "He is a doddering fool," and he's I get away with it. It's unbelievable. At age, I'm far older than you, and that's cool. So contact mapping. I so in in that spirit, and I I tremble as I ask this question. But since since you are in this truth telling phase of your of your career in life, Richard, what do you really think about contact mapping? Well. I think two things about it. It's a little too something. I don't know what the right word is, but it's a little too something for me to yet be in the habit of doing it. Um, but so is um, WhatsApp. So always <laughs> flossing my teeth. <laughs> right. I'm I'm like super. I'm a super low tech. But I got to tell you this. I, I know Tom you could echo this. Gosh, wouldn't it be extraordinary if we could figure it out? Tom, what if everybody you and I met in the last 40 years, people inside of network marketing, people in some kind of personal development event, people on the golf course, people on the, in the airport, just people. What if we actually had a map like a genealogy of everybody we ever met, and we could see who they're connected to that we know as we go. Like in the first 10 years, if we'd have kept track of everybody we met, and so we can see, oh my gosh, this guy knows this gal, and this guy used to work for the company, and this guy plays golf with these two people, but they live 3,000 miles apart. What if we could have connect, what if we could have kept track of all of those contacts and mapped them and remembered who they are. I just met this guy a couple hours ago, Brad. He's from Pebble Beach, California, but he also lives here on Lanai. And he knows people I know in Carmel and Pebble Beach. But I can promise you two weeks from now, I'm not even going to remember how to spell Brad. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> you are a terrible infomercial. Right? And so all these people that I've met in the last 40 years, I know this. I know I would be a billionaire yeah. and I would have inspired other billionaires if I would have kept track of everybody I've ever met and be able to remember something about them. Forget about remembering something about them. I can't even remember 99% of the people I've ever met because I didn't write their name down and I didn't put it somewhere where I could reference it. But you so can I think contact mapping is the most valuable habit and tool that one could get in as a network marketer over the long term. I'm not talking about a year. I'm talking about 10, 15, 20 years. If you can document everybody you meet and remember something about them, it's worth a fortune. A fortune. And we charge That's a what I think about contact mapping. 10 bucks a month. All right, we're done with that. We're going back to the show. I don't need Adrian to talk. I, I got contact. You want, I, I do the whole pitch. I got it. We got it. All right, shut up for a second. <laughs> and we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. And we've got Adrian Chenault and the great richardbrook.com with us right now. And he has written an unbelievable manifesto 
and he's got great books out there, but this thing is something else. You want to go get this free ebook right now. And it is actually a book. It took me a while to read it when I, when I first downloaded it. It's a good book. He's got complete graphs. He's got things by, I, I was actually interested when you highlighted in mustard yellow, John D. Rockefeller, and you left Warren Buffett in black and white. I was, I was shocked by that because I thought he would get the mustard colored block too. And that had me a little perplexed, but now you know I paid attention and that's pretty good. How do you like that, Richard Brooke? Wow, the things, the things that hang you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what I wanna know. What define, you, you stated that the biggest problem is that people refuse to embrace the network marketing model. I happen to believe that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, even the companies are trying to play like they're not network marketing companies, the public ones especially. It is infuriating to me that the business that they built their lives on, now they're because the stupid stockholders don't, don't buy the stock if you don't want a network marketing company. What do you think you're buying, Tesla? So yeah, it makes me crazy, but go ahead. What do you want? What do you want me to talk about? Embracing the network marketing model, which I said. Good God. <laughs> well, I, uh, here's a here's a way I put it to people. This is this is the missing for so many of us. Uh, if you ask the typical distributor in any company, hey, tell me about your favorite product. Give me ten minutes on your favorite product. What's in it? What does it do? Where do the ingredients come from? What does it cost? You know, how do you use it? Give me some testimonials on it. Everybody that's paying attention in network marketing can do that on their favorite product. But if you ask them to give you 10 minutes on exactly how does the income opportunity work, I don't mean the compensation plan because nobody wants to hear about that unless they're a network marketing company distributor looking to switch companies. Prospects don't want to know about the comp plan. They want to know how does the model work and why does it work and how can it work for them and if you and I don't have the same level of competency and confidence in explaining our business model yeah. as we do the product, then we're not equipped to sell actually the number one product we have to sell, which is opportunity. Bingo. People are starving for opportunity. People aren't starving for another weight loss coffee or another aloe vera drink or another essential oil. They're not. Like if we could like, you know, go into like Alexa and listen in everybody's home, people aren't sitting around the, the dining room table talking as a family about, wow, I wish we could really get some extraordinary nutritional products in this house. This is really, this is separate. This is driving us apart as a family. We don't know what we're, they're not talking about that. What are they talking about? Money. Now, how do you get money in network marketing? Well, number one, you have to have a bulletproof product that people will buy not for a year, not for two months, for decades, decades and decades and decades, repeat business over and over and over again. So the product is essential, but what the product provides is an opportunity for people to build a second income. And it doesn't, I'm not talking about making lots of money. You know, if you can figure out how to make a thousand dollars a month, you can probably figure out how to make five. It's pretty much the same system. But, but what people need to embrace in order to sell that opportunity and sell it comp compliantly and responsibly 
is they need to study how the model works. And probably the first piece of the model is, hey, what distinguishes our profession is everybody gets to build a sales team from day one. So if I enroll you and Adrian, the two of you can enroll two or three people an hour from now, five minutes from now, tomorrow. And those people can enroll people. And so that's expressed in that hypothetical model, which doesn't represent anybody's organization in the history of network marketing, two who get two or three who get three or four who get four or five who get five. If you as a network marketing leader can't sketch that out on a piece of paper, two, four, eight, 16, 32, 64, 128, 3927, 81, 297, 416, 64, 256,020. If you can't do that, 525, 525, 125, 625, 3125. If you can't sketch those numbers out, you don't deserve to earn network marketing income because that's how our model works. And, you know, the challenge, folks, is most of the public, they've already made up their mind about who we are and what we do, and they don't want to do it. So an even bigger part of building a successful network marketing organization, besides knowing the model and believing in it, is you gotta, you gotta be the kind of person that even the most skeptical, obnoxious, negative person is kind of interested to be around. Got it. And that's where you come in, Tom Chenault. Okay, we, that was fun. We need to take a little break. We're going to come right back after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Okay, we're at the commercial. Golly, Ned, you are one completely conversive man. I told you make this a two-hour special have you ever seen Lost so much with his hair on good, fire man god i will have you know this is like uh when harry met sally i'll have what he's drinking so <laughs> that is so exciting those essential oils are working for you buddy that is exciting cheryl kissel is still alive and commenting on this page i do you know do you know her i don't oh she is great man i've known her for a long long time great woman Exciting. Sue Brenchley. Great. Hi, Sue. Sue Brenchley. Yeah, Hi, unbelievable. Sue. Hello, Sue. <laughs> Chantel, we haven't seen her in a hundred years. She lives in Longmont. She must be mad at me, so we got to get her here. A lot of great people, man. So very, very cool. What's going on, buddy? Richard, one of my favorite things that you and I have talked about a lot of times, and that the father of this young man and, and hopefully this young man as well are watching. But we have talked a lot about the power, and, and you kind of talk, touched on this in, in reflecting back on your own careers, that you know, if you're in college, if you're in high school, if you could shift gears and understand the power of not just interviewing your friends, but interviewing your friends' parents and discovering how that could unlock the keys to your future, no matter what it is you want to do in life, how powerful that would be. And we had a father and son duo named oh Ruchian and Mihai here from Montreal last week. The Richard and Brooke fan club. The Richard Brooke fan club. But we, th we had this conversation and Mihai is at, back at his school using contact mapping and going and mapping out his friends, their parents, and figuring out how to use that as the frame for what he wants to do in life. Wow. And that whole thing came from you. 
Yeah, well, I've only mentored two kids in college, my stepdaughter, Haley, and my kind of son, AJ. And I sat them down both when they were freshmen, and I said, hey, the reality is nobody's going to really care what your GPA is. Nobody's going to really care what your degree is. You're probably not even going to care what it is. The most valuable thing you could get out of this four years is connections with everybody you're going to meet in the next four years. And it's not really them. It's not really your classmates because they're like you. But boy, if what if you knew? So maybe you got, I don't know, two, three hundred classmates, right? What if you spent the four years asking them questions about their family and their family's careers and the businesses their family owns? And you map that all out and you interviewed, like interview your classmate's dad who owns a successful business or interview their aunt, you know, that did something extraordinary in life. What if you spent the four years developing relationships, interviewing all of these extended people exponentially out of your classmates? What you'd graduate with is a network where getting a job will be like nothing. But actually launching a career and a life that's rich with amazing people, year one after graduation, as opposed to groveling for some sick job that you don't really even want to do. And, you know, takes five, six, seven years to kind of figure it all out, get your act together and, and get in the groove. And then you end up joining a network marketing company and making nine figures. And I just made that part up. Well, yeah, well, Adam Green's watching and he's probably making that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got, I mean, these people, I mean, it is unbelievable what can be accomplished. And these colleges sell their colleges for the connections, but they don't train you how to do it. And when you start learning how to, when your phone pops up and says, do you have a picture of Richard? Snap it. What else do you know about Richard? And the microphone pops up and you brain dump and then you can Google him. I mean, that's unbelievable. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's you should Adrian, live an app for that. <laughs> you've done such a great job, Adrian, of making it easy and instant that people can use that app. And I know that you guys have like hit headwinds with network marketers using it, but hats off to you for staying the course, staying the vision, everything that's ever been extraordinary in changing our society or changing business you know, went up against great resistance. And you guys might be up some up to with some great resistance, but you're going to break through it. There's going to be a tipping point. Four, five, six, seven years from now, contact mapping is going to be the standard for every network marketer. I believe that. So do we. All right, we're coming back. Five, four, three, two, one. We're, we're back. And we're back. This is the, the Network Marketing here. Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and uh, my co-host, Richard Brooke. And it's his first day on the radio. Yeah, that's got to be a silent five, Richard. Oh. I hope you enjoyed the commercials on the Genesis Communication Network. Everybody seems to love them. And we're back live with Adrian Chenault and Richard Brooke. So we talked about embracing the network marketing model. The next one I want to talk to you about before we get to the four-year career and why everything you touch and write is absolute gold. The second thing that was really, really cool for me was uh, explain gravity in, in network marketing because I 
I've stolen it. I mean, it's mine now. So you might as well <laughs> just know that I am using that in every speech because it is the ticket. Gravity is defined as what? Do you remember what you said? No. <laughs> I can tell them if you want. Tell them. Tell them. Gravity in, in network marketing is defined by Richard Brooke as the failure as the people around you. And so you're sitting here watching everybody playing the same game for a hundred bucks a month. And if you're going to launch your business, you've got to lift it off. And the way that you lift it off is with four influencers. And that goes into that little song I've got called 416, 64, 256. And the reason that that, that lifts your business and that's what you have to search for. And you're going to go get customers, 80 of them. You're going to get 15 distributors that are defined as somebody that actually distribute something but then you're going to have those four people that want to do some damage out there and that's the people you're looking for to lift your business and defy gravity right yeah just think of it like you know the idea here is you're going to take a plane off the runway or a rocket mm -hmm. off the launch pad and you got to have at least three or four engines to do that and because you got to lift you got to get through gravity and, and gravity the lower to the ground you are the heavier gravity is, the more effect it has on you. You know, after you've got five, six, seven hundred people on your team, you're up in the stratosphere. Gravity is not that; doesn't have that much effect on you. But to get liftoff, Tom, you and I are pilots, right? To get to rotation speed, you you gotta be moving down that runway, and you cannot, you can't put that throttle down for a hundred yards and then go, oh look, oh look, Tom over there. A bird, a plane, no, it's Superman. And you pull the throttle back to idle and then you get your act together after three or four days and you put the throttle back down. No, you, if you do that, you're going to end up at the end of the run, say, uh, end of the runway in a yard sale. Yeah. Total yard sale. And that's what most network marketers do because they don't do enough recruiting to find people like them. And that's, that's, what, that's the wind beneath your wings is people like you. So if you have a vision, you want to build something, you got to duplicate. You got to find three or four people like you to be the wind beneath your wings, winds, to be your jet engines, to be your rockets, to lift you through the gravity. And to do that, you got to go through some people, folks, because most people are not ready. It's not that they're not capable. It's not that they don't want to make four or $5,000 a month. It's just not their time. It's not their season. And, and you telling them what they should do, oh, you should do this, you should make more money, you should quit your job, you should get in now, you should buy this kid, I'd really love it if you would join my team. Uh, yeah, but what's in it for me? I get you would love it, but, you know, we're just kind of archaic in how we go about being with people and attracting people, and then we just don't talk to enough people. And I think it's because we don't think the work's worth it. We just really don't believe if we'll talk to one person a day or two people a day. I nicknamed you, by the way, Tommy to talk to talk. That's exactly right. That's who I am. It works. <laughs> right. I've done, I've done okay with that simple philosophy. How many people on your team? There's over a million by a long shot, maybe a million, 300,000, but that's inactives. And, but here's what Richard says. It's hard work. He also says it takes a long time. And he also says, if you want to make a lot of money at it, it's going to take everything you got. I love that about you. And he also says, absolutely under tell the story of how successful you are. So set yourself apart with humility in this business. 
and you're going to have a fighting chance. And this book, The Four-Year Career, is unbelievable. He has written so many iterations of it, it's, it's frightening. I mean, this was the four-year career, so I bought a case of these things. Then he called me on the phone and said, you need to have to make your dreams fun and your freedom come true or not, and you have to have the 11th anniversary edition. And he called me last year and said I had to have the 10th, and then the 9th, and then the 8th, then the 7th, then the 6th. And this is going to go for another decade or so on me. But I love him because, and it says totally new, which was a blatant lie, but it was <laughs> totally kind of new. But I love the fact that this is such a strong brand for you, and it's all over the world. It's magic, Richard, and it is a go-to book for literally everybody, and I'm proud of you for writing this. Thank you, sir. And Mach 2 Hair on Fire, I didn't even know. I have a Hair on Fire call every day that I've done for 12 years, and I named it the Hair on Fire call, and I never even realized I stole it from you. So I'm officially apologizing for that. So if, well, I, if, if you have a resentment about that, I noticed you. in your bio that you wrote that you do a and I think this is a hysterical word because about two people in the world know what it means. He is an ontological coach. And that is an unbelievable thing because I have done a whole bunch of ontological personal development myself. And what that means is there's no religion tied to it, no politics, no nothing. It's just pure 100% coaching. And I hope you do a little more if you've got some, some resentment around me stealing that because I don't want you having anything there. It was a subconscious compliment. I stole it from Top Gun. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I just love it. So, and um, yeah, so where do you want people to go? Do you want them to shop at a Bliss business or how do people buy your stuff? I'm getting text messages running out of my ears with people trying to figure out how to shop with you. Well, I don't know. In today's day and age, if you don't know how to find somebody when you know their name, um, I'm pretty easy to find. RichardBrook.com. That'll get you started. You want a free copy of this book? Yeah, how do you get that? If you want a free copy of that book, I'm going to post a, a link to it next week in the Authentic Networker group on Facebook. It's a public group. Anybody can join it. I, I go live there every Wednesday night for three and a half hours. Marathon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. So busted. That was so. <laughs> so here's the other thing. The other That's thing. how he talks to Denise too all the time, right? He's always present. I don't have. Hey, any, I have. Will no you idea. ask me about United? I have no idea what you said. No, I want to. Uh, no, I'm going to buy ten tickets to that. So if you're, <clears throat> yeah. So Richard's doing this deal where you, where the leader, somebody like me, needs to buy ten tickets for my best people to go to a coaching extravaganza with him ontological by the way and it will be unbelievable where are you going to have it in hawaii or where glendale arizona may one two and three okay good and so what is it it is a hundred people that i'm inviting so I'm, well, I'm i'll probably i'll probably have to invite ten thousand to get a hundred to come but I'm inviting people. You don't so think that has just, anything to do with your shitty personality? It could. Um, <laughs> so it's the numbers game, and I'm inviting only leaders from legacy and legitimate companies. Oh, really? No startups, no fly-by-nights, no cryptos, no 
no stupid companies, and there's plenty of those out there. Uh, and if there's somebody I know that's raided in the past, I don't invite them. Um, so I'm inviting leaders that I think lift the profession up and are representing great legacy companies. And if you're invited, you buy 10 tickets, you can't buy any less, you can't buy any more. And you buy 10 tickets and you bring nine of your best and brightest leaders and we spend three days welding you as a team into a SWAT team of 10 people, into an intimate family of 10 people. We do goal setting exercise, we do business plan exercise, we do boot camp exercises, we do listening exercises, we do the authentic networker, which is everything you do, Tom, about how to be the kind of networker that people actually enjoy being around, even if they're not on your team, how to do all of that. <clears throat> and then for the rest of 2020, what those team of 10 people do is they run for 60 or 90 days, then they rest for 30 days, run for 60 or 90 days, rest for 30 days to maximize rank advancement of the team of 10. It's a different kind of generic event. It's not, I'm actually the only trainer, the only coach. Kimmy might speak once or twice. I'm gonna put duct tape on your mouth and just put a sign on your back that says contactmapping.com. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to two people a day. Yeah, well, why not? That's I don't I have nothing to deliver. There's no question about it. And you're right. You don't. I'm going to listen and learn. And I'm taking nine people with me. Does if I bring Denise, do I only have eight? Or does that is she No, spouses are half price and they're on top of the nine. So you'll have so two houses don't count as part of your team. We're looking for you to bring nine distributorships. And if spouses want to come, they're half price and you and people can bring their spouse. Cool. We're not hiding the company you're with. We're celebrating the company you're with. You can use your products. You can wear your swag. All of the exercises you'll be doing as a team of 10 and we're going to have a lot of fun. We're not going to be working past dinner at night. So it's not a marathon of speakers. And I'm highly, highly entertaining. And people will never get tired of hearing me speak, oh even though most of the, of the weekend is workshops. Metamucil and depends provided. <laughs> so that is so sad. That is, I mean, I am pumped up about this, aren't you? I know I can just hear you calling me to ask me if you can go. Actually, I see a lot of people that say they want to go. It's unbelievable. Jordan's on here. Jordan Adler, the great Jordan Adler, the great Tori Dooley. A lot of people watching you, Richard Brooke. And uh, do you have any copies of Jordan Adler's books on your desk, by the way? Since he's got like two cases, you better start searching right now. And oh, this I is, do. This I, is one of the this well, if you wait, I'll go get, I got a half a dozen Beach you're Money, not, Beyond Beach Money's. You're not going to believe this. We're going to a break. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault, Richard Brooke, Adrian Chenault. We'll be right back on the Genesis Communication Network. So now we're on break and you can actually go look for the books that you promised Jordan you were going to have. Good golly, Jordan. I am so sorry. <laughs> Big Ben. Oh, Brooke's so rich. He's got somebody posting for him under his name. He's not Ben Sturdivant. That was a phony post because there's no way he could have done that while he was on the air. So unbelievable. Larry Thompson, aren't we? Getting, 
God, I am telling you what, my wife has been in Africa for two weeks with uh, Taylor Thompson. Yeah. And I'm like, you're looking romantic to me, <laughs> my own son. It's horrible. She, they've been gone so long. It's frightening. So Larry Thompson's in the same boat as me. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is exciting stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. So look at Brooke. He's doing anything to find one. of He can't find any of your books, Jordan. I got at least a half a dozen of them. But Declare, oh, you're ontological, as you said. Declare a breakdown and lie and say, I must have given them all away. That's all you did. That's beautiful. Oh. They're all gone. You gave them away to people. Don't be worried about it. I do give them away to people. In fact, uh, the last one I gave away, I, I took a picture for Jordan and I sent it to him. Hey, I just gave this your book. Yeah, beautiful stuff. All right, Contact Mapping is the sponsor, not Jordan Adler, so take it away. <laughs> beach Money and betterthanbeachmoney.com. That's, that's exactly right. Jordan is awesome. He was, that was a ton of fun having him on last week. So Larry Thompson's on here, man. He's a legend. He's been in the business as long as you have, 90. Longer. Yeah, crazy stuff. 50 years. 50 hey, Larry. Years now. And playing big. And playing big right now, yeah. Cool. Take why, it away. Why don't you talk about contact mapping? No, go ahead. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt you. Want me to talk about it? I'll talk about it some more. <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. I, I'm really passionate in what we were talking about on the last break, about this idea that you, you will create your legacy out of your network. And we are a week into a 30-day run with a group of over 100 people who jumped into this with us doing this 30-day 2020 launch. And this is what we're doing is it's about establishing not something that you can stick to for 30 days, not something that you can stick to for all of 2020. What I want to do is have you get into a mode where you do something every single day for the rest of your life and you are building a, you are rolling a snowball that is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And what that snowball represents is the power that comes from a network that allows you to do literally anything you want to do, to serve on a level you can't imagine, to pick up the phone and tap into literally anybody. And, you know, Jordan from last week is a perfect example of this. He's a guy who is headed to Necker Island next weekend to go hang out with Richard Branson, who know, you know, who doesn't name drop and yet knows everybody. And when you ask those people, what do you think of Jordan Adler? They go, he's the greatest guy in the world. He's so humble. He's so loving. He looks at, you know, he checks in on me. He cares about me. And Jordan is a remarkable person, but there's nothing about what Jordan does that you couldn't do. There's nothing about what Richard does that you couldn't do. And this is the key, I think, to having a life that is, of everything that you want because people are what's going to unlock that for you and you said you hit the nail on the head earlier graduating out of college and going you know there's nothing wrong with paying dues but don't forget to invest in your relationships while you're paying your dues and whatever you're doing that's going to be the biggest dividend you can get and so go to contactmapping.com go check out the video of what that looks like and see how easy it is for you to get started doing that it's for 30 days it's a ton of fun and that's my spiel good deal all right. Can I speak to that for a second, yeah. Tom? Get it, for sure. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about contact mapping is it's not just an app. It's a whole training culture. And, um, you know, that's what people need is not just an app, but they, they need to be ontological coaching is coaching people on their state of being, yeah. who we're being, not so much what we're doing, 
but who we're being. And if network marketers, if everybody listening to this, if you could just make this shift when you're in proximity to another person, somebody on your team, somebody on social media, somebody live, just make the shift to you being curious about them and stand in curiosity. Be curious. Just create that intention. Have that be a vision. Step into that and practice being curious. Two things happen when you're curious about another person, really curious about them. One, your conversation comes in the form of questions, not claims, not hype, yep. not, oh, you, not shoulds. You should do this. You should be on my team. I'd really love it if you were on my team. You should join now. You should make more money. You should use this product. You should lose weight. Oh, my gosh. Gag me with a spoon. Shift to being curious. Yep. See, people say, well, what do, what do I ask people? Well, I don't know if you were curious about somebody and I gave you $100 to ask them a question, what would you ask them? And a question will come out. The second thing that happens to people that are curious is they actually listen when the person is answering the question instead of being all in their head about, oh, what should I ask them next? Or how could I, how can I sharp angle them? Or how can I get them? Like, we gotta lose all of that. And be curious, be patient. Be present with people. Be of service to people. These are all the things that contact mapping teaches because they are who Tom Chenault and Adrian Chenault bees. Yeah. This is how we're going to shift the network marketing profession. Be different. Something be the like the authentic networker. So we're going to try to we're going to try to turn this into a commercial break, but we just spoke like five minutes through it. So we might just be ending the show here, but here we go. Pitch, I can pitch silver impregnated. Hold it. All right, we're back with the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Tom Chenault and Richard Brooke. Holy mackerel, the guy is a fire hose. So next week, we got a guy named Peter Sage on the show. He is from England and this guy is an unbelievable human being. And he's kind of in the mode of the new show because he's transforming Europe, he's transforming the world with his story of redemption and coming back from an unbelievable circumstance. So you're gonna wanna listen. Right after that, we go over to Jessica Higdon. I'm trying to get some women and some great nice. wives and powerful. We're gonna get nice. Kimmy on here. Then we're gonna got, then we got Anthony Napolitano, who is a young, fireball and then we're coming back with kim kiyosaki who's the obviously the better half of robert then we've got rob sperry and then another big personal development guy named michael burnoff so we are loading I love up michael oh love burnoff, rob sperry, love michael michael's the bomb i didn't know you even knew him so there again ontological guy ontological coach that understands the game and i am shocked that you know him i'd be even more shocked if you've done any of his work <laughs> <laughs> so that's even that's more exciting than anything i've ever heard michael burnoff's taught me a lot i love him so those, those you know these guys when they change the name of the show they also change they also up the quality of the guest thus you and uh, really, really exciting. I just used to let anybody be a guest that would give me 20 bucks. So it's changed a lot. So I don't get 20 bucks anymore, but it's worked out. So at the end of the day, we're back on and we've got Richard Brooke. I want you to talk during the final segment about the four-year career 
and why people need to own that book as the foundation of their life and their business and network marketing because I truly believe this is a legacy foundational book for literally, literally everybody, especially those corporate America people trying to justify their way into this business. So take it away. Well, thank you, Tom. I, I came up with the concept actually in 1979 in Des Moines, Iowa. I was desperate and struggling and I had this idea that maybe I should recruit a bunch of college kids, not to replace their college education, but I had this idea that, well, what if they worked with me as a freshman for you know five hours a week and a sophomore for five or six hours a week and a junior for 10 hours a week and a senior for 10 hours a week? The, the vision was they could actually graduate with a residual income. And so I pitched it to 30 marketing freshmen at Drake University. Of course, none of them got in. But I used the presentation on a yellow pad for 20 years before I turned it into a book. And here's what I found the value was. I rarely lost people, including today, rarely lose people, because they don't want the products I was selling. Now, of course, if you're trying to sell high-end skincare at a truck stop, you're in the wrong place, right? But if you're talking to the right people, generally, I didn't lose a lot of people because they said, oh, that stuff's junk. I don't want any of that, right? I didn't lose people to my company. So people didn't look at my company or my comp plan and say, that's all crap. I'm not getting involved in that. What did I lose them to? I probably lost a lot of them to me, right? But I lost most of them to the model of network marketing. They didn't understand it. And to the degree they thought they did understand it, they didn't want to do it. And, and, and when I was listening to them, and asking them questions, what I learned, like, and I expressed this in the Super MLM Man series, people have no idea what we do. They have it so wrong, what we do, so no wonder they don't wanna do it. Yeah. And so I wrote the book purely to educate prospects, and I consider everybody on our team that's a customer that's not building also a prospect. And perhaps the number one value of the book is to get the people on your team that are not building, that just see themselves as a customer and their, their mantra is, no, 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 not me. I don't want to talk to my friends, right? I, I, I just want to use the products. You get them to read or listen to the four-year career and it doesn't convert all of them for sure, but my gosh, you get 100 people on your team to read it and, and you're probably going to convert 10 to 15 into network marketers and that's how you get exponential growth. Love that. All right, we got to get out of here. You've been listening to Richard Brooke, Adrian Chanel, Tom Chanel on the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Thanks a lot. We will see you next week with Peter Sage. Thanks for listening. Don't go anywhere, Brooke. All right, we're back. All right. Okay, we got plenty. Matt Jamison just got here. He's only an hour late. That's pretty cool. Jordan's still here. Lots of people. Cheryl Kissel, Troy Dooley, Brian Strubar. I mean, people love you. I can't even believe it. And uh, thank you, Richard. You're a we're during the break here, so anybody can say whatever the heck you want. You can cuss. You can do whatever you want. We're off, we're off of AM radio, so that's good. So the difference now is we're just a regular old Facebook Live podcast like the rest of the world. So, no more, no more yeah. silver impregnated bacon? No. Don't you love the commercials on GCN? I hate them. I know you do. You've been <laughs> screaming about them forever. And even the commercials themselves, you, could, you hate it. I mean, one thing about Richard Brooke, not only 
can you punch him? But he's not afraid to punch you back. Even before, I mean, it's unbelievable. I've never met anybody that's as straight as you. And I, I, I couldn't really put my finger on it until you became the self-described ontological coach. And I said, that's it. That's where he's so laser straight. And you know who's a little bit straight like that's our buddy John Milton Fogg. Got a little bit of that. He'll say anything to you. No, it just breaks my heart. You know, I, I helped Fogg for 10 years in a row and I call him on the phone. I say, I need some help. He goes, no. <laughs> I go, what? You gotta be kidding me. But at least he was straight about it. He's straight like you and I appreciate that. Hey, I credit John Milton Fogg with uh, changing our profession 25 years ago. I, I, I call him the Renaissance man. He started and brought forth a conversation about doing network marketing different, being different, leaders being different, collaborating instead of competing. He created the first generic event in network marketing way before Mastermind, way before GoPro. Uh, it was called the Mastermind event, yeah. and he brought together all the best trainers, all competitors in the profession for a three-day event to teach all distributors how to do things differently. And so he, he's played a very important role in the history of our profession. As, by the way, has Jordan Adler, and everything I said about the four-year career being a tool, the same is true for Beach Money and Beyond Beach Money. Uh, and there's, you know, there's other books like Flip Flop CEO and um, I should probably have them off the top of my head, but I'm not talking about how to books. I'm talking about why to books, why to books inspire people that aren't building to build, inspire prospects to see our model differently. And there's some really good ones out there that we should be flooding our database with and asking them to read them. if. If only read a chapter or listen to an excerpt, we need to change people's perception about what we do. We'll get more people building and we'll be more successful in an ethical, compliant way. So Jordan Adler's talking about me taking off my shirt. Last week I wore a shirt with all kinds of squares on it. And when it went on screen, it was, so we were on the Facebook live part. <clears throat> and so all of a sudden, Marianne, Marianne, you can come on camera if you want. Uh, it was just out of your, it was crazy. My shirt just lit up. So these guys came running in with a new, sh no, go in, don't, can't you just turn it on in there? No, I don't want you out here. You're, you know, no, no, no. You didn't make that kind of big time, Marianne. So anyway, you're, so we're just going to give you a thumbnail. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to tell you is, oh, Jordan, so I took off my shirt because they threw me another shirt. And the, everybody just puked. So Jordan's on here telling everybody on the screen I should take my shirt off and nobody can figure out why he's doing that. It's because I did it last week and uh, it was a bad moment. I mean, people were th just groaning. Lucien, he's, you know, he, he's never been able to unsee it, but that's the way it goes. Dana McGrady, unbelievable. <laughs> Dana, I put your book on a table upstairs and you didn't even comment and thank me. I posted you, I tagged you. She's changed companies and... Uh, now building someplace else. It's we love Dana. Beautiful day in River City. So let's see what else we got here. People on here, Matt Jamison. Did hey, Matt. Four feet of snow in Newfoundland or wherever the heck he lives up there in Canada. In that Ooh, time zone. Wow. Four, I mean, I'm, four feet of snow is a lot. So I saw I time lapse of that. That, is, that really was crazy. Yeah, a lot, wow. lot, lot. Thanks, Matt. Are you on? Yeah, there you are, Marianne. Don't you look beautiful? 
cool. Thank you. And is that a spacious studio I built for oh, you? Oh my goodness. Let me just show the studio here. Uh, we have the air conditioning. There's the air conditioning. Oh, that's nice. Right there. Is there the air conditioning <laughs> unit? Yeah. yeah. You, are, you are top shelf, Tom Chenault, no pun intended. I spare you. No I am sweating my butt off in here. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> so, Brooke, what do you want to talk about? Unplug anything? What do you think about all the criminals out there? I think. Um, Every company that's getting hammered deserve to get hammered. And um, there are no innocent victims in network marketing. I mean, there's some that just went to jail for being complete Ponzi crypto criminals. And I mean, I never want people to go to jail or, but hey, rules are rules, laws are laws. And um, if you break them and you make people mad, you know, pay the price. The legitimate network marketing companies that have lots of customers and are real network marketing companies, you know, why are they getting banged around or shut down? It's because, you know, the way they built their company was hype. They may have good products. They may have lots of customers, but if you're manipulating people to buy, you know, two, $3,000 worth of product or buy positions, or lying to people, telling them they have to be on auto ship, or you know, hyping the compensation plan. Hey, that's fraud. It's against the law. You're gonna get banged hard for it. And I'm all for the Federal Trade Commission and Tina banging companies. What I'm not all for is the Federal Trade Commission and Tina lying about what is a pyramid scheme? I wrote a blog about that last week. Um, that's just as criminal as what we do at times, just as fraudulent, inferring to the public that if you focus on recruiting, you're a pyramid scheme. That's, that's a bold-faced lie. That's not even remotely true. There is no law that says if you focus on recruiting, you're a pyramid scheme. There's no law that says you have to have a certain ratio of distributors to customers or you're a pyramid scheme. It's just not true. And, you know, if you lie about the compensation plan, that's fraud, it's not a pyramid scheme. So these regulators and these in the media, especially in Tina, they know that what scares the bejesus out of the public, which includes our distributors, is being labeled as a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And nobody wants to be labeled as a pyramid scheme. So they're taking every bad behavior that any network marketing company's ever done and saying, if you are a bad actor, you're a pyramid scheme. And that's a lie. And it ought to be called out for a lie. There are certain specific things that create a legal pyramid scheme. And it's not recruiting lots of people. And it's not having a customer distributor ratio that some FTC lawyer doesn't particularly like. Cool. Burnoff's watching finally. Michael, Richard Brooks said he knows of you and even likes you. I am in shock that you guys know each I, other. I said much, much more profound things about Michael and his work than that. Yes, you did. Profound, beautiful work. And no, I've never done any of it, but I know Michael. We've spent a little time together talking about 
life and business and possibilities, but I know his work from listening to his language I'm telling and listening you, to the people that do his work. You are two of the smartest guys I know. And it's a short list. And that's exciting that you know him. I'm really happy about that. And you guys should hang together because you guys could do a big, a big amount of good in the world. You already, well, I would encourage everybody to tune into his show with you because he will light people up with how they can be the change. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a cusser. So we have to make sure that he doesn't cuss while he's on the radio because I don't want the FTC getting me on the cussing side, but he can cuss during the commercials. How's that sound? Well, <laughs> he's a cusser. Did you know he's a cusser? I did not. Yeah, That's he's good. a cusser. Burnoff's a cusser. And I'm a cusser. I kind of cuss when I'm not on the radio. I listened to, for the first time ever today, Joe Rogan's podcast, which I guess is like the number one podcast in the world. Yeah. He was interviewing Robert Downey Jr. And I listened to like the first 10 minutes, 10 minutes of it. And I told AJ, my sort of son, who introduced me to it. I said, well, the only reason people listen to these two clowns is they drop the F-bomb every three words. Four seconds. Yeah, they do cuss a lot. Those are cussers. <clears throat> yeah, those guys are definitely cussers. But uh, I've got two homeless guys that live in my parking lot. And good, good, good people. They're homeless. <clears throat> and I, let them, I, I gave them keys to the building so they can stay warm, go to the bathroom, change their clothes, do all that jazz. And in return for that, they do a tremendous amount of getting rid of the bad homeless people in my area. The, you know, the meth users and the bad people that are trying to rip off the, the, just the underprivileged homeless people. So these two guys are unbelievable people. And this story goes on, for, it's too long a story already, but I come by here at night all the time just to check on things and look through the windows and they're always watching Joe Rogan. So it's so funny. It's, and so I've, I've become pretty familiar with the guy because he does the intermittent fasting and loves nutrition with all of his heart and a lot of things that I like. But you're right. He is a character. But man, has he got a following now? He's yeah, he does. Uh, so yeah, you're right about that. So, so you have your own militia, actually. <laughs> My tribe. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. I love those people. Yeah. So my group, militia. Yeah, it's a militia. Yeah. A militia of nonconformists that hang out here. We'll come by here at two o'clock in the morning, and there'll be six of them sitting upstairs drinking free coffee, drinking vitamins, probably having a pizza and watching Joe Rogan in the middle of the night. They just they just congregate here. No drugs, no alcohol. The cops know them. I, I'm very proud of that. It's cool, I think. So Tom Shaw, let me ask you a question. What? Besides being sober yeah. and saving so many lives, by the way, saving so many lives, people that we all know, people we don't even know that you've saved their lives. You are a lifesaver when it comes to getting people sober, Tom Chenault. You drop, at the drop of a hat, you go anywhere, you call anybody, any time of the day. You have saved lives. I've seen you do it. And- Deal, um, Deal I made with God. I just wanna acknowledge you for that. Besides that, besides contact mapping ad nauseum, what are you what are you up to in 2020 that is awe inspiring? That wasn't contact mapping ad nauseum, that was contact mapping.com. 
<laughs> so yeah, and what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to elevate myself as a better human being. And how I'm going to do that is I'm going to rekindle relationships with people at a level that I that it, that no one can comprehend. Earlier in the show, you talked about the people over 50 years of your life that you wish you've kept track of. And I had that inquiry start with me about six months ago. And as a result, I started working it backwards with those relationships. I knew Adnan Khashoggi. I don't even know if you've ever heard of that name. Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, so I had a relationship with him many years ago through oh. a guy that owned a castle in France. And I was going through a really slick magazine about two months ago, and the guy that I knew in France is still alive and still making a difference. So I found another guy that remembered him. I hooked up with a guy in France to try to get close again to Khashoggi. And it's just a game I'm playing called Work My Relationships Back to the Beginning. And I'm doing that with my high school friends that go to my junior high friends that go to my grade school friends because I've got the time and the money and the desire to do it. And I think I'm going to prove something and, yeah. I, and I'm mapping them. So that's really my magnificent obsession that's over and above the homeless and the alcohol and the uh, mappingcontact.com and all that. So <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> How do you like I love that? that? I love that vision, Tom. I really am going to become, I just want to, I want to be known in 2020 as caring about people even more than I do. And I've already got a pretty good rap for that going on, yeah, you do. Yep. but I want to go deeper because I think there's going to be so much richness in those old relationships. There's a guy, I went, a guy named David Plattner was doing something called Mislu Television Network in 1987. And I ended up at his apartment in the middle of the night, and he invited me to another apartment right across the street, which belonged to Malcolm Bricklin, who invented the Bricklin automobile. And <clears throat> he was in, I go to this party at Malcolm Bricklin's house, <clears throat> and we looked out the window, and there was the Empire State Building. So I found Platner. So I'm working backwards to go back all the way through all that, and it will blow your mind. Just a and that goes all the way back to uh, Mark Fleischman, who owns Studio 54. So wow. I know all those guys that I forgot I knew. But as I'm working it backwards, lights keep turning on. And I Google these people, write them notes and say, hey, you remember me? And they all do because I was so crazy. And I'm going, well, guess what? I'm like still crazy, but I'm normal. And let's have a cup of coffee together on the phone or something like that. And you'd be amazed at how many people are coming back into my life. So I'm happy. And it's got nothing to do with business. It's just like we had some fun and nobody forgets all those days, but we want to kind of forget it because we're too lazy to go rekindle it. So you ask a really important question that we didn't set up. That's what I'm going to do in 2020. Love that. And, how about you, Adrian? What are and, you doing? Wait, and one more thing. Denise and I are trying to have another baby. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. That's great. <laughs> Uh, and Adrian, what? <laughs> There's some prerequisites to that, Tom. I'll right, talk to you about them. All right. <laughs> Adrian, besides contact mapping itself, 
What are you doing in 2020 that's awe-inspiring? I'm pretty boring. So no. <laughs> no, you're not. If you but, are, this is an opportunity here, for you to here, reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. I, you get, I get so caught up sometimes in building contact mapping the company that I lose sight of living into contact mapping the values. And what I want to do and what I'm doing in 2020 is committing wholeheartedly to live those values every day. And so in my own way and in a, you know, with, a le with less of a set of experiences, going and connecting with people every single day, no matter how busy I feel, no matter how much I feel like I have to get to these other things, just saying that has to be a priority every day. And it's the same thing. I, I mean, I, you know, I wanted, so one of the practices that I've started is I wish people a happy birthday every day. And I'm really committed to making sure I don't miss a single day doing that. And I sent somebody a note who lives in England in December, over a month ago, like December 10th. And she didn't see it until today. And she reached back out. She's all touched. We're going to talk tomorrow. Who knows where these things are going to go. But I just, there's such a joy in people. And it, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with building the company. I just want to, I want to have that lifestyle of you never know what's going to come out of a conversation and saying yes to people in the conversation. And so that's what I'm living into this year. Love that. What about you? Well, awe inspiring. Awe inspiring. You've learned to surf already. I saw that. That's a, that was awe inspiring watching that. What else? Yeah, well, I thought I was a good golfer, but last week I played Eric Worre over here in Hawaii. Can he play? You know, the guy pisses me off. <laughs> he, he plays, I play like five times a week. Yeah. He plays like five times a year. And we got on this really exclusive uppity-uppity golf course. And it came down to the last putt on the last hole. We tied. He's a savant of sorts. That shocks me. He is good. He is good at a shocking number of things. It's actually his brother is a golf savant. His brother is a scratch golfer and only plays like five times a year. Which anyway, one? That, Caleb? That's not, what, that's not what you asked me. What I'm doing that's awe-inspiring this year, Tom, is I am um, failing my way forward because I am failing every day, every week, every month, every once in a while, I get a little traction, but I'm failing my way forward to establish the state of beings of an authentic networker, the kind of network marketer that other network marketers actually love being around, the public loves being around, the media and regulators would even love being around, their friends and family love being around, and yet they are prolific recruiters. I, I am failing my way forward to establish that as a, a genre, a philosophy that is dominantly growing in our profession. And like an example of me failing, I, I like totally went all in on United, signed all the contracts. I'm in, I'm doing it. I'm gonna have a thousand people there. And I've sold 11 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. So I'm glad you're coming because there might be 20 of us if you come. Okay, I'm coming. So here's the deal. 
<laughs> Richard, you have the same problem I have. And I'll promote the living shit out of things, but I'm scared to ask for help. I'm scared to look bad to you and say, I need your help. And that's what you and I need to commit to doing better. Because look at that. Look at you just had that little guy on your shoulder say, Tom Chenault's full of bulla. And no, I have, no, no, no. I, you're, you're dead solid perfect. Mark Januski has offered to help me and Kimmy offers to help me. And yeah, I need help because, um, you know, there's too many events like there's too many Facebook groups and there's too many of everything. And that's not going to deter me from manifesting this new way of being and this event. But yeah, I need help because I'm, I'm a lot of things, but I'm a really lousy marketer. And, and when you, when you tell people, you know, when it's, when it's coming out of your mouth, it sounds like a sales pitch. When it comes out of my mouth, it sounds like an endorsement. And it's the same thing with contactmapping.com. Oh, damn. Or oh. <laughs> I did it again. I feel horrible. No, with whatever it is, it's so hard. And Ray Higdon, Ray Higdon told us the other day, he said, you know, you got to have experiential people that aren't you, that believe in it as fervently as you. I believe in United. I mean, every time you say United, by the way, I think of the airline. So we got to get something on the other side of the United that's got like that people can glom onto because I United three, Invitational. That's even worse. So <laughs> it's a times. golf tournament that you take United Airlines to. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we got to figure it out, but we'll get it done. And I can't thank you enough. I got to go do another training at four thirty. So that's in like five minutes, and I gotta go to the. You want me to do it for you? No. Who are they? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah put your money where your mouth is yeah we'll talk about united so i'll give you i'm going to send you another you're on your computer you got the zoom up there we might as well do it i'll just send you another link right now but between here and there everybody i love this guy next Thanks, week Tom. we've got uh peter sage on here we got burnoff coming we got kim kiyosaki coming we got jessica higdon coming we got anthony newton and napolitano coming uh we're gonna raise the we're gonna elevate i am going to become a partner of Richard Brook in raising the integrity and the authenticity of network marketing. I'm committed to that. Thank you, Richard Brook. I love you. Love See you, you later. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Marianne. See you. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.